0: all carry unique histories and unseen feelings that, if acknowledged, might help us to bridge our differences. Welcome to Sidewalk Ghosts with Richard Radstone. Short, open-hearted stories that reveal the wisdom and vulnerabilities of unique strangers and confirm just how much our individual influence has upon the world we share. I don't think that I have met a person where I walked away and I was like, wow, that person genuinely has nothing to contribute to society. That's just never happened. I feel like everyone has something that makes them them and their own unique contribution. And while it does seem like there's a lot of negativity in the world, you have to realize the things that are really like highlighted and the things that are like seen in the real world, for example, on the news, are the worst things that draw the attention. Even if you look at the research and the data that came from Facebook, they literally promote controversial topics in their algorithm because it's more attractive and alluring to visitors of their sites. So I think that when you see our generation, you see the worst things that we're doing, you have to see there are also a lot of people that are making game-changing progress, and there are a lot of individuals that are really empowered. Think about the comparison of the Jim Crow era to now. We have made huge progress like leaps and bounds and there is still a ton of hate and controversy in this country in the United States obviously but that's only going to continue to exist in a subset of people and we can't focus on that and highlight that as the worst of the generation that that's like the same for every generation because you could always take the pessimistic approach but when you really look at the people that are doing their own day-to-day lives and I think really everyone that I speak to they have that ambition or they have a focus or something that is important to them and I think just that and like the common goal to like try to be good people is just a sentiment that we have so I don't think you have anything to worry about we're going to create a good world and worst case scenario you can rely on people like me and then maybe you can do like a witch hunt you be like I'm gonna get sleep and I'll be like ah I don't know
1: In getting to know him, he defines his peers as the satirical generation. Tells me about his upbringing in a mixed-faith household. His father, an Iraqi Muslim, and his mother, a Christian. Of how, even though somewhat inactive, of the way they held a relationship with God. So as we listen to today's stranger-now friend, the young and wise safe as he shares of his world, we are introduced to the rising generation. And as I turn my attention away from myself and streaming his words, the little voice inside me is saying, Richard, you'll never go on that witch hunt.
0: So I am in a private school. Well it's a, it's a Jesuit school. It's an all boys Jesuit school. Um, like like honestly, like we um, we, we kinda of did it like a bad rep. People are like, oh my gosh, like private school kids. Like I think more than half of the kids uh, that like attend like my school are on like need based financial aid. I helped co found a project. Um, called Project Francis. So, so my school created a project for families that make uh, that that qualify for like from like food stamp programs, right? And it's the opportunity for sixth to eighth graders, maybe fifth to eighth graders, to go to school for free entirely. They go to school for ten months around the year, and the average medium family income is less than twenty thousand dollars a year. So these are people that need a place to be able to learn and grow. And it's really incredible. And it's a diverse community that's truly loved. I think that I'm very blessed to be in that environment. And while I'm not like super religious, I think that it's also good to like be involved in like, uh, like some like communities that care about that. But I don't think that just because like I'm in like a private school that I'm excluded from like what's really happening at like public schools. My best friend goes to public school in South Phoenix. It's like probably like on the end, on the other side of like rankings like a big comparison and like we like just like had met and like we used to go hiking together he's like a great kid um, his name's Cesar. absolutely love him huge fan of him he wrestles as well and so like we've even talked to you as like yeah like there are people at my school that are doing like crazy things and I don't know if you're familiar with South Phoenix but it's substantially different than Paradise Valley or Scottsdale I mean I think that just like wow I do have a greater access to opportunity I am empowered, but I also recognize that people are taking the opportunities that they get as well. And so, because I am uh, in a position where I do have the agency to make a lot of change and help people around the world, that's something that I wanna do, so yeah. Yes, a
1: private school kid Safe is. Some might even call him entitled. And if they do, a label so very far off the mark. And yes, again, Safe is as smart as smart can be his understanding of how the metaverse, Bitcoin and NFT are changing the way we live, learn, invest and interact, so very well advanced. Yet in this knowledge, he is not isolated in technology, nor is he self-absorbed, but rather he is engaged, his chin raised toward the face-to-face world as he accepts his part in contributing in however he can. So in attempt to better introduce him to you, I asked him one of the fundamental sidewalk ghost questions safe if you had the stage and the entire world was intently listening undivided focused what words of wisdom counsel or advice would you share
0: obviously like i like i'm not like a god so i like, can't like cause things to actually happen but i would scare everyone and i'd be like in 10 seconds the world is going to end and everyone would be like oh my god and then nothing would happen and they'd be like that was so crazy and then i'd have their attention um and then i i would probably begin on like uh, well, I'd probably keep it short because everyone would be like really annoyed that like there's some person containing their attention. Um, but I would do my best to promote like an environment that was like loving. So I'd say to love your neighbor. Uh, and then while it's not like supposed to be religious, I would encourage education, right? So, um, in the Quran, uh, there's the line, it's to seek education from the cradle to the grave. So I would encourage people to learn. I think that knowledge is the most empowering asset that you have. I think that time is the most valuable asset. If you could give me two years or ten million dollars, I would take two years every single time, because like money is infinite, you can, it's abundant. If you need money, you can. I, I promise you can get money, right? Like there are ways to like uh, generate like wealth. Time is finite, and everyone has a limited amount, and it's the same for everyone. So I would encourage people to make best use of their time. And once people begin to be educated, they'll learn why hate is inherently bad and why unity is stronger than division. And while I'm not going to be some unifying, singular person that's going to change the entire landscape of the world and somehow solve everything, I think that just by maybe even if 1% of the people that listen to me seek out education and they try to be more genuine uh people like men and women for others or people of uh like really all origins collaborating and feeling comfortable or accepting to really whatever anyone wants like i just feel like there's like a ton of hate in the world because of um the idea of like trying to like promote like yourself right So, like, geopolitical issues that are probably inherent to capitalism that could probably end. And I'm not, like, some, like, communist. Like, I like capitalism. I don't know, is it violent? Yes. Does it marginalize people? Yes. Do I like it because of that? No. Which is the way that I've, like, lived and so I'm kind of accustomed to it and I don't really want to transition. But hypothetically, like, that's probably, like, one of the biggest reasons why we're, like, in these scenarios. So I try to try to inspire people to like learn um, why things are the way they are, and maybe a group of smart individuals be able to resolve the problems further. I think that it's not my job to be some like authoritarian character that's like everyone should go do this now. It should be like, hey guys, feel empowered. You got this.
1: Toward education, love, and gratitude for time, save points quotes the Quran as he counsels us to seek education from the cradle to the grave, suggests we don't obsess on finances, capitalism, or politics, or to stall ourselves in having contempt toward the intents and ethics of others, but instead to look at ourselves as builders of communities, each one of us part of a growing 1% who, as we interact with learning eyes and hearts, are uniting to chip away at the barriers of hate and self-focus, and as safe releases us to govern our own self-agency, he invites us to feel empowered. He steps it up.
0: I think that humans are beings of love, right? I think that, like for example, I won't even use other humans first. Why do you like get out of bed in the morning, right? Imagine. Some people may say like their work, some people may say like the cortisol levels because they're like literal, I don't know. So. I, I I'd say that I get out of bed in the morning to pursue the things that I love. Maybe it's to go and walk my dog around the neighborhood because I love my dog. My dog brings me joy. My dog, uh, at least, I, re- I have an overall good feeling and emotions when I hang out with my dog. Or I could say that I love playing soccer and I love working out and running is something that's great for me. So, I, I think love is inherently the human connection that happens to things that they consistently engage in and so if you can imagine how powerful a connection could be to a human loving things like a dog Like, like like it's like they're obviously emotional they're extremely intelligent animals but they can't love on the same scale that a human can love imagine it mathematically okay we'll say that love is a variable and a person is x right you could have x plus dog Right? Or you could do X squared. So I think that when humans are in relationship, it's exponentially more valuable than the love that you experience with like other things. I do think that dogs and like animals are amazing, but I think that love is just the way that people communicate and work with others. I think that I love my mother with my entire heart. She's done everything for me and she'll fight battles for me. I can trust her and I can ri- rely on her. That's an entirely different type of love that I feel for my little brother. I feel that I'm here to teach him and support him and help him in his formative years. He's 12 years old and I just do like yesterday he had a basketball game. Um, he's in seventh grade but he plays on an eighth grade team. So I brought like four of my friends, like all of my friends from my gym. My dad and me went and we screamed and supported him just to like make him feel happy. Do I really care about seventh grade basketball? No. Do I care about my brother? Yes, and I love him. And so I'm there because it makes him excited and it makes him feel important. The love that I have for my my sister is that I look up to her. My father is that he enables me and he teaches me and he helps me become like a better person. My school, like I I have a teacher named Mr. Shorts, right? He's a great person. He talks about his family. He's just a very like genuine human. He'll tell us about his family, what's going on his life, what's bothering him, and he accepts whatever really we say. I've had like a kid in my class be like, I don't agree with anything that you've said. And he's like, it's okay, you don't have to. I'm like, wow, that is so amazing. This person's job is to like have people pay attention to him. It's very rude to say that like you don't care about a single thing that he's saying. But he understands that some people just might not be interested, or might just not disagree. That's evidence of love. Some people that are religious would say love is evidence of God's friendship. It's the idea that God is coming to you and he's like displaying himself and like his like relationship and his care for people through like the kindness that's displayed like in the world. Um, if you're not religious, love is the very meaningful interaction that you have with others and the things that bring you joy in life. The things that are less than, uh, that are more than unsubstantial characters like I love cryptocurrencies but I would never touch NFTs or cryptocurrencies again if it meant that I couldn't be with the people that I care about and I mean while it's like a sacrifice that I wouldn't like to make it's a sacrifice that I would make because if we use the exponential comparison the feelings that I experience with the people that I have in my life are much more important than anything I could derive from some numbers on my computer screen.
1: The metaverse is the place he wanders, but the breathing world is where he loves. And in credit to the outstretched perspectives he so openly lives by, I feel it my part to grow his reach. Back to SAFE.
0: Well, if you're interested in supporting my project, you could do that. If you're interested in me, or want to communicate, or have any questions, or if you want to fight with me, I won't fight with you, but I'll talk to you, and we could probably resolve your concerns. Um, my social medias are S-A-I-F-A-G-H-A dot E-T-H So safeaga dot Please check out my project The Bad Kids NFT It's B-A-D-K-I-D-Z NFT On social media, Instagram and Twitter So yeah, reach out to me uh, I, I love everyone Thanks
1: Hey Safe, we love you too Thanks for being with us today on Sidewalk Ghosts. Really appreciate everything you had to share and um, for your youthful eyes on the world and how we should be treating each other. Again, all of you, if you get a chance, check out his work. And also go to Sidewalk Ghosts, our website, SidewalkGhost.com. Find out more about what I'm doing here with Sidewalk Ghost. And also if you'd like to be on the show, navigate to the podcast page. At the bottom of that, there's a form you can fill out. Tell me a little bit about yourself or simply send me an email. From there, I'll do all I can to get you on the show. Our Patreon site's still in place. All the support helps us to make this a weekly show. We're still working towards that. It takes a lot of resources. That's at patreon.com forward slash sidewalk ghosts. Looking for that special sponsor. So if you'd like to personally sponsor Sidewalk Ghost, I'd love to talk to you, give me a call or simply send me an email, I'll get right back to you and let's see what we can do together. All the likes, comments, shares, high fives, reach outs, tell a friend, go a long way in growing Sidewalk Ghost. So I personally invite you to uh, help me spread the word. I'm pleased to all of you out there, never forget, your individual impact truly does matter to someone else in the
0: world.